okay, so I wanted to record this before I forget, and I might end up uh, uh, including it in a podcast or not, but um, it's it's a beautiful uh, Tuesday morning here in Tinamaste, and I just had um, one of the biggest epiphanies of my life, and I wanted to record this and share this with you, and warning, it's going to be extremely, extremely controversial, and it's probably going to cause you to question everything you think you know about the world, okay? So you've probably heard before that uh, everything is happening for you, not to you. But then you're like, yeah, but what about spiders? What about mosquitoes? What about this? What about that? What about the war? What about, the, what about COVID? How is this happening for me? How could possibly COVID be happening for me? And what about the vaccines? Whichever side of that you're on, right? What about that? What about the vaccines? How is this possibly happening for me that I feel forced to make a choice that I'm not comfortable one way or another with, right? And um, some of you guys know that I have been using ayahuasca to heal some of my issues. Well, a lot of my issues. And, you know, the way ayahuasca works is by intention, Right? All these medicines can either disconnect you or connect you depending on what your intention is. If your intention is, I just want to get high and have some fun. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Right? Same thing with weed. Um, if your intention is, I want to see my biggest blind spot. I want to see my modus operandi. I want to see uh, how I can possibly become unconditionally loving and what's in my way. Right, you will get exactly that. So um, these medicines really operate by intention, and they give you exactly that. So last week I was at Rhythmia, and it was a beautiful week. Rhythmia is a is an ayahuasca center in Costa Rica. It was an unbelievable week, just uh, beautiful, just full of revelations and healing, and and having to deal with stuff that I had to let go of, heal, self forgiveness, forgiving others, uh, becoming more and more loving. And the ceremonies were going really well, I mean, in a difficult way, very often, but really well overall, until we hit ceremony number four, which was uh, Yahev, which is a very um, <laughs> gnarly version of ayahuasca from Colombia, that takes you under. It doesn't take you up and high, it takes you under to deal with, with um, the, the hell within, right? So for some people, it's a beautiful experience. It's not a hell for everybody, but it certainly was a hell for me. And it was the last ceremony, and I was in pain and agony most of the night. It was very painful, physically, emotionally, mentally, all of the above. Um, I'm not going to go into too, too many details, but it was very, very, very difficult. And it was a ceremony that started about 7 p.m. and went all the way till 10 a.m. For me, it went all the way till about uh, 7 p.m. the next day. So it was a 24-hour ceremony, right? So... The, but, the, but the official ceremony ended at about 9 to 10 a.m. There was a debrief going on with the shaman. And I said, I raised my hand and I said, I don't know what to think right now. I've had such a difficult night and I feel like I've undid. I, I undid all the good that I did this week. I feel like I've undone it all. And the shaman knew exactly where that was at. He did not... Um, ask, nor did I talk to him about it before, but he looks at me and says, when you ask to surrender doubt, you will get more doubt. And it hit me, and I knew he was right, but at that point I was still not, I was still in the doubt of it. 
I was like, why can't I just be happy? Why can't I just be back to joy? I was so doubting everything and I'm going to leave here in a space of depression and I'm so scared of that and I'm doubting uh, this whole process, what is happening, right? So basically, what that, um, what that was driving for me, this whole experience, the point of it was to drive doubt out of my body by giving me all the doubt at once. And, you know, in those ayahuasca ceremonies, what happens is that what's coming is going. It's coming out of you, but you have to experience it, right? Not always. Sometimes it comes out of you when you're sleeping in a ceremony and it comes out of you without you knowing, but most of the times you experience that which is leaving you. And it was extremely painful, but what it was being surrendered was doubt in the perfection of it all, okay? And um, fast forward to this morning, right? Uh, eventually, by the way, later that day, I surrendered a doubt. It finally left all of it, my body, and I went back to just these beautiful states of joy and connection with the divine, starting to finally see the glimpses of what uh, being separate means and what being, uh, you know, part of it all means and, and all, that, all that really, really great stuff and, and feeling love for everybody and just beautiful, right? But fast forward to this morning, I am, I'm sitting here uh, and I was um, surrendering something, you know, how you know how <laughs> yesterday's transformation is today's ego trip, right? So today, uh, yesterday, the ego starting, started getting a hold of uh, some of the transformation and, and wanted to claim it. And instead of, I started, instead of making the pride wrong, I decided to give it a hug and thank it because all it was protecting me was my own unworthiness. Pride is really there, even though it's a low frequency, it's below the level of integrity on the Hawkins map of consciousness. It's, um, it's, its job and its beauty is in protecting you from your unworthiness, okay, your cord heart unworthiness. And so I then went to sit with the unworthiness and talk to it. And I asked, what is this about? What is this, what is this about? Why do I still feel that I'm worthy? Why do I still feel like I need to prove that I'm good enough, enlightened enough, you know, loving enough, joyful enough, whatever is going to give me a sense of worthiness? And the answer I got is you are still not embracing that which is below 200, meaning below the level of integrity on the map of consciousness, okay? And you're still not seeing the beauty in it. You're still not seeing the function of it. You are just as worthy, just as worthy. And this is what's going to be really controversial, guys. Just as worthy being a scumbag in jail, as you are being the saint, everybody has a place in the world. It's a school. It's a study. It's, we're all contributing wherever we are. The world does not need all the saints. The world needs us all in all our shades and, and shapes and sizes and levels of consciousness. And then I started seeing um, seeing just how beautiful and perfect people are who are below 200, who are still struggling deeply with their 
core motivation coming from a place of fear and lack and, and doubt and all these things. And that is okay. Like we need them just as much. This world needs them just as much as the people who have crossed over to, you know, um, you know, higher frequencies and all that, right? Who have done the healing, right? We're all just doing the healing, but it is with the support of the world as it is that is healing us. Now, here's another thing. I had been sort of pondering the existence of, <laughs> of a mosquito, right? Because I kind of get like, okay, you know, uh, we need the things that trigger us to, to find within like that which... Uh, we haven't embraced about ourselves that that which we haven't accepted about ourselves. So, what is the point of a mosquito? And then I realized there were people in the fourth ceremony. Uh, there was one person in particular, and all, all he saw all night long was snakes. Just snakes and snakes and fear and fear and snakes and snakes and fear and fear. You know, there's some people who saw spiders all night long, Right. Not very fun experience if you're arachnophobic. Now, what the medicine is doing, it's giving you the tool to drive that fear out of the body, right? The fear rides on the snakes and the spiders, right? Because you need to feel more fear in order to surrender it. You have to go through the thick, thick of your own fear. You cannot repress it. So it might seem like a horrible thing to see snakes and spiders all night long, but it is healing you. In fact, it is healing you. And it's not just in the ayahuasca ceremony in life. It's those snakes and spiders that are actually healing you, that are making you surface the, your own fear and your own ear, you know, your own arachnophobia or whatever that, that uh, it's like this particular level of fear that we don't often feel, but it's within us. It's within us. It's not outside. It's not in the spider. It's not in the snake. It's something that is within you. And the spider, uh, his or her job <laughs> is to drive that fear out of you, right? And to make you present. That is actually part of you and accept it and love it and embrace it and, and surrender it, right? And so I got, oh, mosquitoes for me are the, the drivers of annoyance out of the body. It's like, oh, why is this here? Why is there so many mosquitoes? Like that's, that's their gift in the world to make us notice our resistance because everybody resists mosquitoes, right? Like we don't want them. It's like, and that's, that's their job, of course. Who wants to be bitten by a mosquito over and over and over? Right? And it's a funny thing. I always used to say I have a sweet blood and they really like me. Yeah, but I also have a lot of impatience and intolerance for other people and a lot of annoyance, or have had, I should say. Right? So, of course, the mosquitoes love me. The funny thing is, since I came back, I haven't gotten bitten by a mosquito once. It's like, where are they? Where do they go? Like, all of a sudden, I don't seem to be getting a lot of mosquito bites. Right? Because I don't, I, I'm not, and I'm also not feeling a lot of annoyance or impatience with people in my life, right? So, so that's, that's the interesting thing. So now, even more controversial topics, we cover the mosquitoes and the snakes and the spiders, even more controversial topic, the vaccine and the COVID and, you know, a very, very difficult topic. And this morning... I came to a conclusion 
vaccine, non-vaccine, you get vaccinated or not. Number one, I love you and accept you. I've got nothing about it. Whichever way you go is a personal choice and it's almost not the point, okay? And I don't want to invalidate by any means how you feel about it and what you're going through, feeling about the people who are vaccinated or aren't vaccinated, right? You know, everybody has, or most people seem to have a very strong reaction when somebody is on the, you know, a close close friend or even a lover or a spouse, you know, you get vaccinated and your spouse doesn't, you have a reaction or the other way around, right? The question that the thing is, if you believe in the divine perfection and the infinite power of divinity, do you think that this isn't perfect that it is? Do you think that God covers it all, you know, is in charge of all goodness and is, it, this is all for healing? Minus the vaccine, minus COVID. Do you really think that's the case? No, it isn't. No, it isn't. It is so perfect. The, just like spiders drive fear out of you, the vaccine is driving something else out of you and your reaction to it, whether you got vaccinated or you didn't, whether you wear a mask or whether you don't. It's a, it's a divine gift. And our job, if we want to use it as the gift that it's being served on a silver platter, the job, our job, is to take a look and say, huh, how is this making me feel when I think about the vaccine or the vaxxers or the non-vaxxers or whatever? How is this making me feel? What is this bringing up? What's underneath that? Where else have I felt that in life? And start looking for the times in your life. Maybe, maybe it's going to be very difficult. Maybe you're going to find trouble seeing this. Maybe you felt similarly around election. Maybe you felt similarly around 9-11. Maybe you felt similarly a long, long time ago. And you will start seeing, when you start going back, you will start seeing how you felt that way, maybe all the way as a child. Maybe there is going to be um, the initial event where something happened. Something happened and you started feeling a certain way, the same way on a le- to a lesser extent that you feel now about the vaccine. I don't know what that is, but I know for sure that COVID, the vaccine, the masks, all of it is here for us and for our healing. If we take the offering that is presenting and we use that to carry us to, you know, some people call the ascension, the, the fifth dimension, whatever, you know, if we use this to carry us to the next version of ourselves, but we have to love ourselves through it, <coughs> excuse me, love ourselves through it, accept whatever emotion is coming in, thank the emotion because it has served you, it has protected you your whole life. It's been very, very useful and, you know, take the healing. So, so that's my recording for today. <laughs> Very, very controversial. I'm sure I will get uh, a bunch of uh, people blocking me and unsubscribing me. And that's okay. Because this is so... um, This is just, you know, something that uh, people are not ready to see. I think a lot of us are so 
with our positions about the vaccine and then we don't quite yet want to take the healing that it offers. I hope that makes sense. Um, if this resonates at all, please do message me. I would really appreciate for no other reason than I'm going to get a lot of hate. So I'd like to get some love too. <laughs> you see, I still have an ego that needs a lot of approval and, um, and uh, validation. And I have been uh, learning to accept that about myself um, and just, you know, in the surrendering process of it. But that's a side note. My record, not a podcast on this. But thank you so, so much for listening to this all the way. And um, I hope to hear from you.